0: number ki nafli ibadat par muqaddam Adab number twenty-four. If it befits the traveller on this path and the seeking of the pleasure of Allah that they should give priority to fulfilling and helping their brethren when they are in need over performing their own extra and voluntary ibadat. What does this mean? So, for example, there's somebody who needs your help. Let's say they need you to give them a ride or they need you to pick them up. But you think to yourself, the time I could have taken to give them a ride and pick them up, I could do my own 20 minutes muraqamah. So better I do my own Nafil ibadat instead of helping them. Or if you were sitting in Ibadah and somebody asks you a question in the Khaankah, because a lot of this was also adab of how to live in the Khaankah, so if they ask you a question, for example, where is the langar? And instead of getting up and guiding them to that place, you simply point it out, or you tell them in such a way that you're not 100% sure, whether well they'll find it, but you assume the sooner or later they'll find it, if they get lost, they'll ask somebody else on the way. But you don't want to interrupt your nafil One reason is that because a person should not feel that their naf is something. In fact, in the Sof, a person is trained that they shouldn't feel that they're anything. We repeat this to you over and over again. The khulas of the soul is that I am nothing. And Allah subhanahu is everything. My ibadat is nothing. Allah subhanahu is everything. And here it means that I am nothing. The khidmat of my fellows is everything. So in the khidmat of others, when they need to have their hajat fulfilled. So when there's somebody in need. So much so that in fact, Sayyidina Rasulullah son, told him, taught that a mother, if her baby is crying or is in a state of hajat, proper need, then she can even break her nafal ibadat, even though she's already started it, to attend to the hajat of a child. So this means that the hajat of others should be preferred over our own nafal ibadat. Similarly, you can understand another thing on this basis, that the uh, Hajat of Deen are normally preferred over one's Nafil ibadat. This is what Imam al bani ibn Jalla of the Saniyafdani's has mentioned, Qurb al as opposed to Qurb al-Nawafil. So because Khidmat al-Deen and Iqamat al-Deen and al deen is Farz and especially if one sheikh or one's elders, one akabar has deputed somebody to do that khidmat of Deen, and for them to fulfill that Hajat of the Ummah and do that khidmat of Deen takes precedence and priority over their own naful ibadat or their own voluntary acts of worship. Adam number Paj Az Abu Sulaiman Darani from Matate wale Log وہ ہیں جن کو پیربائیوں کے بیت الخلاب بھی صاف کرنے پڑے تو اسے عزاز سمجھیں امام غزالی صد علی خواس اور شیخ امین الدین ریمو اللہ تعالی اجمائن جیسے حضرات نے اپنے وقت میں یہ خدمت کی حضر محمد علیہ تعالیٰ تملکی جماعت کی افراد میں صاف تھے اور Easily. Huh? Easily. Bargai, Easily, may Isadat Kehasulper, Shukr Adakar Tete. Allah Tanaka. Sheikh Sulaiman Darnadin Hamtale was one of the great early Oliyaullah. And he said that if a person wants those people who were able to attain progress in Tariqa, They were such people that they were, if they were asked to clean the bathrooms of their fellows, they would view that as their honor. Again, this is emanating from a time when people were living collectively in the Khan Khan. Every khidmat was done by the students themselves. So whether it is cooking, whether it is cleaning, washing their own clothes, cleaning the bathrooms. And this is the case in many madaris today as well. In fact, in Dawal al Ifshad, not in Jamat Rashid. I was the second to last batch in Nazimabad. This ragra was a standard process for the Takhassus At least we had to clean our own bathrooms. And if any Taliban was to be punished, if he was made to clean the bathrooms of the masjid, the public bathrooms used downstairs in the masjid. What does this mean? So, very few have probably, if you have done this, when you clean the bathrooms that are used by fellow Taliban and fellow Salakin, you're actually cleaning your nafs. <laughs> right? And a bit like Shirdo would get annoyed at his other fellows at how dirty they are. And they'd be getting all upset that why do they leave so much filth for me to clean up? And yes, you will have fellow Salakin like that. That the Salak's duty is to clean the kitchen. And you know somebody else's duty is to clean the bathroom. He is very lazy about keeping the bathroom clean. He is a thorough mess for other people to clean up. So this is a battle against one's nafs, so that the nafs doesn't feel anger, nafs doesn't feel resentment, nafs doesn't feel hostility. And again, this is historically to Imam Ghazair, Sayyid Ali Khawas, Shaykh Aminuddin, all are such people who used to do this themselves once upon a time, when they were aspirants and seekers on this path, so again, so this is why for you, for some people, this is shocking because you don't think of Imam Ghazali as somebody who would clean the bathroom. The point of this other busy Imam Ghazali became Imam Ghazali because he was willing to clean bathrooms, right? And then Hazrat Muhammad ibn Isyad Ramtaileh, who is the founder of Tafliq Jama'at and a great Waliullah and Zakir Shagil. Alam of Deen, he used to act, say, while he was the Amir of jamaat al-Tabliq, he used to clean the bathrooms of the mm, fellows who were going on Bleak. and when he would present himself to the court of Allah <inaudible> in dawah, he would view this as his uh, happiness and a joy, and he would do shukr, he would be grateful to Allah <inaudible> for giving him this opportunity. And this also means generally, that a person should be willing to do the lesser khidmat. Persons person should always want that, oh, I should be told to teach Hadith, or I should be given the sirsah sabak, and who am I to make photocopies, or who am I to keep accounts, or who am I to clean the bathroom, or who am I to cook the food, or who am I to do this, or who am I to do that. So the point is that the nafs should never feel that they have reached some makam where these lesser administrative tasks or menial tasks or below a person. Right. And again, this is something that's very important. Now, although we have several examples of men, I don't know if we have any examples of mullimat in history of the Sobhuf, who would have had this ragra on their nafs, that they should clean the bathroom of their students. in some sense, all of the people who went on tablik were his students. If you look at the hierarchy of Tublique, he was the emir. And the people who are going on to bleak were her students. Here the Monomas of today are too busy daunting their students and scolding their students and probably imagining how they could punish their own students by making them clean the bathrooms rather than thinking herself that her job uh not her job, but her her izzit, and she would be grateful for an opportunity to do that. So this is something that these great ulama and mashay also did so that they would remain humbled. Some of them didn't when they were students and some of them did when they were teachers or elders so that they would remain humbled in front of their teachers and elders. Many stories of our Aqab ulama al picking up the shoes of the Taliban in rain and doing khidmat of the Taliban, cooking for the Taliban, cleaning up after the Taliban of Deen because this was their genuine heartfelt love for them. This wasn't a sunnah taqallufan they genuinely viewed it as there is it and they did syukur for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable themselves to do this under number 12 sana kuchay ke duran safar zarurat ke ashya chaku kanchi or musanna wagaira paas <laughs> rakhe taake bewaqt zarurat doston ki khidmat kar sake Number 26, if it Befits the travel on this path and the seeker of the pleasure of Allah SWT that during any undertaking, any journey with their fellow seekers on the path, they should keep a knife, scissors, prayer mat and any such items with them so that if the need presents itself or the opportunity presents itself, then they can be of service to their fellow seekers. But this has been actually Nabi as mentioned in several Hadith the things that a person should take with them when they travel such as comb, mirror, knife, scissors blade, etc. And the need that a person should do when they travel is that for example if you're packing so you pack some tissues for yourself you should pack extras thinking maybe somebody else would need them you pack batteries for yourself you pack a few extra with the need that somebody else may need them you could pack a Anything like that, any of the things that you pack for yourself, you would want to pack a few extra of them, of such small items that oftentimes travelers need to use. Nail cutter, anything like that. And when you're traveling, you shouldn't feel that your personal items are so personal that nobody else should use them. So what will happen? So a salik will walk in the room and say, does anybody have a nail cutter? Nine out of ten people have it, but none of them want to say they do are looking around, lowering their head, thinking the other one will offer it. Hmm? They don't want to share. Let's say they brought one towel with them. Somebody asks, does anybody have a towel? He knows if I give him the towel, me to Because the towel will be used by him and I only brought one. That was their mistake that they didn't bring two. So again, they'll be quiet and lower their head. Does anybody have any shampoo? Right? Or soap? And they'll all be lowering their head, looking around, trying to save their precious stores of shampoo and soap. What it means is that a person, whenever you do something for yourself, you should make niyat of doing khidmat of others as well. And this is why even when the women, they used to cook food, they would sometimes even add even just a half a cup of water, but just niyat that, okay, in case any musafir comes or any poor person comes or any guest comes, then we will have extra food to serve them. فَإِنَّمَا نَأْمَانُوا بِالنِّيَاتِ The then the says so on that actions are according to intentions. Even if you make the niyat of khidmat and you may not even be able to do it, means the opportunity may not present itself, but you will have gotten swab for the niyat. And if you didn't make the niyat and you weren't prepared, then first you missed the swab of niyat. And then it may happen that the opportunity presents itself and you wouldn't be able to do the khidmat of your fellow. That's enough for today. Tomorrow, we'll have a more intense adab. We'll probably spend all of tomorrow on adab number. Twenty-seven.